Welcome everyone to the next episode of Phoenix Sharks Podcast. Uh, it's me, Hammer. I am hosting today, of course, with my two buddies, Limited Mako. Yay. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll try to enjoy this episode, but we're also going to be watching our time as well, because uh, we also have some plans. But we'll try to do a full episode as much as we can. Um, we'll start right off with Yeah, Mako, let's have you. Do we wanna describe the meme of the week for us, please? Okay, so uh this one says my class when Kahoot music and it shows a scene from Avatar. The blue people, not the last airbender. So they're all gathered around the tree and they're like having a little spiritual rave you know flash <laughs> flashing lights and colors so yeah pretty accurate <laughs> I, I think the i think the scenes like sped up or something like that <laughs> just makes it oh funny. yeah <laughs> and then uh we have a little honorable mention we have another buddy of ours in our uh group chat that we share our memes um and he shared one that we appreciated if you want to Talk about that there, there, Lemon. So this this guy's looking through, he's browsing through a Tinder profiles, and this like this really over the top like uh, woman profile. She's like nineteen years old. She's like an ideal woman. I, I don't even know what it said. I own like nineteen I, nineteen bikes with like flames on them, and I don't know, just like it's really bizarre. Like not bizarre, but I should say, but. Just over the top, like masculine nineteen year old girl, and this, this dude's like reading off the list, and at the end he's like, "Mommy," <laughs> or something like that, and and I don't know, just gave off. Um, what's the word? It gave off like uh, tomboy vibes, like super hardcore. So I thought that's pretty funny. Oh yeah, nothing, nothing on the list was that. I I want to find a nice compact man to like ride on the motorcycle with me with. Um, with me and it's like it look cool and the guy was like mommy <laughs> then oh, there they go nice comeback <laughs> man nice comeback yeah it's pretty it's, it's a pretty good one it's not as not as not as a uh, top not as uh, good as the avatar one but i thought i'd give it honorable mention <laughs> good thank you of course we'll make sure to share those all right so i guess we'll just start off uh, with uh, Mako's topic, if you want to describe it a little bit. Okay, so mine was, you know, uh, lately Metroid Prime Remaster was shadow dropped by Nintendo, which was pretty awesome. So and there's been a lot of acclaim for it, a lot of disappointment that the physical copies have been delayed, so and stuff like that. But I've also seen a lot of back and forth on all these recent remakes and remasters because everyone was you know psyched for metroid but then you know did a, sony announced that they're remaking the last of us for the third time this past decade for the ps5 and there are a lot of articles saying like you know why like does it add anything of course you know for full price as well and then uh just today they released another trailer for resident evil 4 you know that remake and most people are excited, but every now and then I see a comment from someone saying, like, why? It's not that old of a game. The original is still great. So I just wanted to know what you guys thought of, like, when is it 
when is a good time to make a remake or a remaster you know yeah well when did uh resident evil 4 come out again uh 2005 oh since a lot of the video game player base was even born in 2005 i think it's okay to do a little remake um yeah besides um, uh-huh oh sorry go ahead um also aside no i actually got my metroid prime physical copy i got it i ordered it from best buy but i know amazon is having troubles getting uh, their copies out and there's people selling copies on ebay for a hundred dollars yeah and well for me i was just going to go to my local target but i called them and they said oh we have no idea like those are all supposed to get here yesterday but they're still not here so that's when i was like you know what forget it i just bought the digital i'm just amazed that you called target because <laughs> <laughs> i checked the website and it wasn't on there so i was like all right i really wanted that physical copy i'm just i'm just imagining like calling walmart he's like hey do you guys have 18 egg packages still left <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it went <laughs> i know it's a little different but whatever um i'll i'll give my little um uh, ideas on that always with another another example is grand theft auto 5 and skyrim those are pretty well known to not ever go away i guess uh they're still great games and everything but like they came out on xbox 360 and playstation 3 i believe and i'm pretty sure they put out the grand theft auto 5 for playstation 5 and skyrim mm -hmm. for playstation 5 and it's on the switch and it's on uh, obviously it's on pc it's on every single console it exists in the past decade yeah no. uh, hmm? on uh yeah they just re-released it again yeah and and those ones i i feel it's a little weird because they do up the graphics a little bit but they're more just including it onto the new console because they know there's still such a huge player base. Yeah. On... Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. All right. Oh, sorry. Um, whereas some of the other remakes, such as the Dead Space and Metroid Prime, I mean, like, Metroid Prime was on the GameCube, uh, which I think could have graduated high school by now of how old it is. <laughs> and the Dead Space remake, um, it's newer than the Resident Evil Four, for that person's argument. But it's there's such a huge shift of what graphics are capable of being that it kind of deserves it, but also. I think people are trying to revitalize a franchise that died <laughs> dead space um, for more than one <laughs> for more than one reason, which wasn't really just, but also was the fall of a company too. But 
That's another episode. Yeah, I wonder who. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, if there's a if there's a demand for it, like why not? Like if there's a player base that wants it, like go for it. Um, I kind of see like the argument against like milking something for too long, like Skyrim and Grand Theft Auto. Like those are pretty old games that have had multiple remasters and whatnot, selling it for a bigger price. But I don't know. It's kind of nice when you like there's a game you really like and it gets kind of updated to like um, gets updated to like to modern like tech and graphics this kind of gives you an excuse to replay that property and go for it again kind of like the mass effect um trilogy um like i wish that one got a remake actually because i feel like they could have added a lot of cool or cool stuff to it if they remade it nowadays but also i think sometimes it's better to remake something that's good rather than make a sequel it's bad if you know what i mean like expand upon something that's good rather than yeah yeah, like you'd rather have a Dead Space remake than a crappy Dead Space 4. Yeah, exactly. But but um, at the same time, though, like there's not there's people that's always going to find complaints with the remake, too. Like I was watching some reviews and people were nitpicking some stuff about the remake on Dead Space and like certain themes here and there. And I kind of, I kind of see where it's coming from, but at the same time, though, it's nice to have like a breathing some like fresh life into <laughs> the, Dead, the Dead Space franchise. So. But at the same time, though, like I could see like some games overdoing it. Like I think Grand Theft Auto and Skyrim might be overdoing it a little bit. And same with Last of Us. Like they remastered it for PS4, and then they're completely remaking it. Um, I mean, if they add if they add new stuff to the remake for Last of Us, then it could be cool. But I don't know. Then again, I'm not a huge fan of Last of Us. Maybe if I was a huge if I was a huge fan of the Last of Us, like if, when it first came out, maybe I would be down to play it again. You know, like if it was like a beloved franchise, but I started on the friend, I started the game late. Like I only played it a couple of years ago, and I was thought it was good, but didn't think it was amazing. You know, but if I was yeah. a bigger bigger fan, I might be down for it. Yeah, kind of going off of that, I feel like if there's something that needs to be added or fixed, um, that could also warrant for a remake as well, um, unless they're fun glitches like in Ocarina of Time or the pokemon or something like that but um yeah that milking concept it gets it gets tiring because then um because you brought up the point mako like and and lemon of having a good remaster instead of a bad sequel and people have been waiting for a sequel for a game but because they keep putting it out again or remastering it or remaking it we don't get a sequel. And so it's like, oh, cool. It's the same story for the last decade. It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of see that with Skyrim because, you know, they, instead of just making Elder Scrolls six, they've just been re-releasing Skyrim. I think this is like the fourth time over the past decade. And then, well, you know, in Last of Us, in that one's case, I feel like it's a little bit predatory because they're trying to sell it for full price. And it's like, you know, I read a lot of reviews and videos on it and they all said, like, oh, cool, but it's, it doesn't add anything. It's just some nice new graphics and that's it. So, but then on the flip side, the Dead Space remake, it like upped the graphics, it rearranged the game a bit. So there's, 
Um, just from what I understood, like there's more side missions and there's more reason to backtrack and go around the ship. And, uh, you know, on top of that, I feel like there's a good reason for doing it because this way EA can gauge if there's still interest in dead space. So maybe, you know, since it's so successful, maybe they'll start talking about doing the fourth one finally. Yeah. Others have already talked about remaking number two. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited for that. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see the sales of the Space Remake. Actually, I'll look that up while you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, when in some cases a remake can really add something new, like, I'm excited. Well, you know, the. The Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes, well, not so much 3, but definitely 2 were, you know, just huge hits because it took a game and completely changed the way it played and made it better. You know, the original was good, but the remake is just new graphics, an over-the-shoulder camera, no more of the tank controls. You know, it's just fantastic. So that's why I'm excited for four because no matter what anybody says, four and five did not have good controls. So I'm excited to play through those with modern ones. Okay. Um, sorry, a little side note. Uh, this was at the beginning of February, so the sales have probably gone up, especially uh, now that more reviews are out. It was saying it only sold about half the copies of the Callisto Protocol, which I think has changed. Uh, but really? it, yeah, huh? Well, the way it was, you know, talked about, I assumed it was a huge hit. Yeah, I was watching a video, a video about it once, saying that sometimes reviews and sales don't always correlate. Um, Oh, you know, yeah. high, high, high reviews always mean high sales. Like sometimes a hype can sell a lot more, but then once the hype dies, people realize it's not that great of a game. But for example, like Last of Us 2, like the reviews trashed it, but yeah, it was like one of the highest, the highest like selling like PS4 game or something like that. But don't quote me on that, but it was higher than what I thought. I feel bad for the Dead Space remake though, because it kind of came out, it came out right before Hogwarts Legacy, and I feel like Hogwarts Legacy kind of like overshadowed it. Yeah, um, a little bit. Yeah, and Hogwarts Legacy is also doing great. Not just because it's a good game, but also like as it's like pulling from like a fan base of like Harry Potter, which is like a huge like fan base and all that. So just got a lot more going for it than Death Space. And plus, Hogwarts Legacy appeals to a more uh, wider audience. It's not like as intense as it's not as intense as Dead Space. So, but yeah. <laughs> I thought that chime in. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. I mean, that is a hard thing to... Just big competition can be hard to put up with sometimes. The only game I've really seen recover from that is Immortals Phoenix Rising. But it- it's not doing bad either. It's in the top 20 of sales. Okay. I know it is doing well on Steam, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Dead Space Guy has more of a cult following. I feel like it's one of those games that's like really intense that doesn't appeal to everyone. Like not everyone's going to be down to play Dead Space because it's just a really intense game with lots of 
intense body horror and gore, you know, so it's oh, definitely yeah, that appeals. It definitely like and not that's like reading some of the reviews for Hogwarts Legacy and some people are like I played this with my girlfriend or I played this with my kids. It's like, yeah, you don't want to do that with that space <laughs> as much. <laughs> Today I'm gonna to teach you how to be a real man, Timmy. <laughs> right. Teach you about anatomy. Very <laughs> good. But then again, in college, we got we um we had like a bunch of like uh, female friends over to play Outlast, and that's the last game I ever expect to play with a bunch of like college church women. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> good times. Great. All right, but that's everything for me. Yep, same here. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, cool. All right, thanks for that, and we'll move on. Uh, Lemon, would you like to introduce your topic, and then we can start discussing Definitely. it? Definitely. All right, so the other day, the so here's a background look at this topic. Um, I was looking at like some picture, some pictures of centaurs, and for some reason, I just got really triggered, and I was just like, centaurs are weird, man. Like, I don't get them. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> like it's just a weird like combination and whatnot. Like they can't really like how how the heck does their spine work? There's like two sets of spines for like the human body and the horse body, and like they they must have like two sets of hearts and two sets of digestion because the horse body is still intact. Like I don't know. It just I guess it's aesthetically it looks they have to kind of like put it together that way. But like when I try thinking about like anatomy anatomy like I'm just like what anatomically. It's, yeah, anatomically that way. <laughs> and I don't know, just the more I thought about it, the more triggered I got. I'm just like, wow, centaurs are stupid. <laughs> and like and like they can't they can't run like normal horses because like they um, they have to be like a lot slower than normal horses because of like you know, like the torso the human torso is gonna catch a lot more wind and not gonna be able to like ride into it and I don't know, it just feels like this is an abomination <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> All right, and I'm just like so I was just thinking, like, what, do, what are some like fantasy creatures that you guys don't vibe with or don't like, and what, do, what are your thoughts on the centaur? Because I don't, I never really. There's not really any like, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of any like actual good centaur characters in any like fantasy. The only ones I can think of are Harry Potter and Narnia, but they don't really have any like good centaur characters. They're just kind of there, you know. Yeah. Um, like... oh. oh no 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 go on. Well, I was going to say, if you want to head way back, then there is Charon. He was a uh, he was a centaur. He was Hercules's trainer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it was actually pretty tragic because he accidentally died. To I think Hercules accidentally shot him with Hydra poison arrows. <laughs> or no, that's no, that's the one that tried to rape his wife. Well, Charon died by accident somehow. Okay. Oh yeah, like a lot of Greek people. Yeah, Greek well, <laughs> Greek myths. In in the movie Hercules, though, this is a random guy that he beats up. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, that scene was a lot different in the original. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, but here's a question for you guys, very quick. Did you guys ever watch Malcolm in the Middle? No, not really. I think I saw one episode. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you guys know the the. The actor that plays the dad that also plays Walter White. Yeah, um, of course. There's an episode where he joins like a fast walking group and they get like super intense and they have like body suits and they also have like wind. Uh, what's the right term? But anyways, the aerodynamic 
helmets <laughs> to lower the wind <laughs> resistance. I'm just thinking that that's what a centaur should wear. But <laughs> centaurs are pretty dumb because I mean they, they always end at the the waist, and then it's like. Yeah, so they have multiple hearts, multiple lungs. I'm just picturing like a centaur gets shot through the chest and just keeps on walking. I'm like, what? What happened? He says, "My heart is in my horse chest, not my human chest." <laughs> I can move it. But <laughs> I have two hearts. Yeah, because because the human heart is definitely not strong enough to pump blood to the rest of the horse body. Um. They wouldn't live for long if that was the case. Oh, <laughs> sorry. So, I remember this just reminded me. I remember seeing a post years ago. And it came with a sketch where someone was like, "You know what's weird? Centaur babies, because a human baby can't hold its head up straight, but baby horses can be sprinting around within a few minutes to a few hours." So does that mean it's <laughs> like a picture of like these baby centaurs like galloping at full speed and the human has like dragging in the wind like Whoa! <laughs> it, it snapped the baby's neck. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> they'd have to put like supports like they do in saplings. <laughs> yeah, another curse curse with our mice was like do you like male centaurs have is their penis up attached to their male body or is it the horse body? Or is it do they have two sets of them? It probably ends right before that part. <laughs> like, yeah, it oh, would be very child friendly. <laughs> it would be very child friendly if they <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there would have, have to be, the pelvis would have to be inside the horse body where you can't see it. So the muscles would go into it. Because that'd be the only, because that's what holds your backs up. Uh, you have a lot of back muscles that help you stand. Um, if not, they'd be hunching over a lot. But huh. yeah, they they wouldn't work physically. Some drunk Greek probably just saw someone riding horse and <laughs> out of their mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going on to the one I don't like. So we actually talked about this a little bit in our in our other chat. Um. And I originally had this one uh, creature in mind, but I decided to change it, but I still want to mention it anyways. And it's very similar. It's the mermaids. And the reasons why I don't like the mermaids is, like, what what's their beef? Why humans? Like, why do they just see a human and be like, oh, they only got fin. That means we have to eat them. It's like, I don't know. It, it just seems out of place. It's like you think the first thing they would do is want to communicate with something that kind of looks like them. <laughs> just decide, I'm just going to eat them, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, it's kind of like the ones in Peter Pan versus the ones in The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, like they all make nice by the end of The Little Mermaid. They're like, oh, we're not so different. We just live in different places. And then meanwhile, in Peter Pan, one of them's like, all we did was try to drown her. Okay. <laughs> really, really casual about murder on Neverland. I've noticed <laughs> rewatching that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You think they would, 
probably start doing a trading system or something like that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah no, people, thing... oh, people on land have plenty of reasons to hate each other, no matter what, so uh, I can see that being just a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah. But uh, I'll, let, I'll let you talk about it, Mako, because well, unless you decide to have a different one um, than what we talked about last time, and then I'll probably just talk about it then. But there's yeah, there's another creature, but I'll let you sell yours. Oh yeah, now I remember. Uh, this one's the one I mentioned was kind of more like a love hate thing. So it's a cool design, but I think it's really messed up. I remember reading about this old Mayan Aztec legend about a monster. Do not remember the name of it. Apparently, it shows up in My Little Pony at some point for some reason. What? Oh, yeah. Like, one of the villains is this monster, whatever it's called. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, the idea is that it's kind of a dog-looking thing, I think, but it has a long tail and a hand on the end of the tail. Kind of like Apom, the Pokemon. So, but what it does is it makes a crying noise, like a baby, to lure people over to its or over to its lair, which is usually in a pool of water. And then it'll jump out and grab them and drag them under the water and drown them so it can eat their teeth and fingernails. Now I remember why it makes me mad. <laughs> First of all, crying babies kind of messed up. Second of all, that's so wasteful. Oh. <laughs> like, I know you got to make ends meet, but it's like, really? Just the, just the teeth? And the fingernails? I mean, I'll throw yeah. my clippings in the pool for free. Yeah, if you're going <laughs> to eat someone, you might as well eat it all. It's such wasteful. Yeah, right? It is kind of a cool idea. Like, it is creepy. So it kind of makes it cool in a way. Nowadays, I think it would actually work because they could just feed it all the baby teeth from the tooth fairy. <laughs> I mean, she's not going to use it for anything. No, but this is a weird phrase to say out loud. I know. <laughs> okay, I, I have no idea which one. Then again, you never know. Maybe the Tooth Fairy is working for that creature. Maybe in the oh. cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they just collect for him. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I can't. Can't think of the name. Uh, anyways, I thought we were talking about a different one. I now I remember you talking about that one now, um, but the one I was originally was thinking of was goblins. Oh, oh yeah, I do hate goblins. Yeah, uh, I mean, Goblin Slayer really emphasized of how much <laughs> <laughs> they can hate goblins. <laughs> Well, and then, of course, we've been playing Valheim lately, and the goblins are, like, one of the worst things you can fight. Yeah, the Fullings. I think Fulling is the actual name. I don't even know if it's a real thing or not, or if they just made it up. Yeah, and then I've been reading Lord of the Rings lately, and, you know, goblins are complete scumbags in that. Yeah, I guess with goblins, for me, though, it's kind of like a love to hate. Like, they're like kind of like a cat and fodder, or, like, what's the word? Not cannon fighter. Yeah, cannon fighter for like the main story. Like you need some 
some baddies for the heroes to go just wipe out without feeling remorse. So he's create them. So yeah, nice to have them in stories like that. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is, is this is such a wide, and it's weird to say there's like a, a wide variety of goblins, and uh, either different series to lower the rings. They are that cannon fodder, very easy to kill, but they also be a threat if there's a bunch of them. Um, and then you get goblins in another anime. Um, I, can't, I can't remember. Oh, when I was reincarnated as a slime. The goblins are as monsters, but they're very human-like. Um, they have the same thought processes. And they they farm. They defend themselves. You know, it, they're just like a green human with sharp teeth. Kind of like the orcs on Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're just another race that you can converse with, essentially. But yeah, you might have to fight them, but you know, they're not that. In- crazy and then you get into some cases of D&D and then well, or I mentioned the Goblin Slayer of some really of the old traditional type goblins where they're like four feet three and a half foot whatever gangbangers essentially <laughs> yeah pretty much but they're also very scummish because they take advantage of everything they can the poisoning strapping their victims on shields raping and it just really pisses me off. I, I don't like races that rape. Like, um, are there other races that rape? Yeah, the, um, we were just talking about it. I can't. Why can't I think the name? Centaurs. Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dolphins. Screw dolphins. But those are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate dolphins. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the centaurs at least kind of behave themselves as long as they don't get drunk. That's when they get kind of rapey. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the the lore as well, there are some strange cases of centaurs, but yeah, traditionally they don't. And oh man, it just makes me want to. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those, those are mine. I think I also don't like the I think it's called the gelatinous cube or the slime or whatever. Oh, the ones that have like skeletons in themselves. Yeah. Like, like in some cases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I hate that whole concept of being sucked in and just slowly digested. I mean that's horrible. That's you know the blob in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. It's also just kind of a dumb design. Like it's just a Jello cube with skeletons in it. I mean, sometimes that can be kind of cute if the animation is done right. But <laughs> which stories has the which stories has the um, cube? Well, it's, uh, in, it's in RuneScape. Uh, yeah, I think it's in D and D. Yeah, and I remember there was this fun little game on my phone called Tiny Heroes where you had to build. Oh a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know that one? I heard. I know. I never played it though. Yeah, it's off the app store now. Can't find it anymore. But yeah, you could put down little gelatinous cubes that would patrol the hallways and like try to eat people. But they're all, you know, just tiny and cute. I think, well, it's kind of also in Valheim to a sort. It's. Oh, it's the, the boss? Giant, yeah, the giant ooze monster, the boss. But that's that's like a, an extravagant version of one. 
Yeah. Well, that one's kind of cool because, you know, his face is made out of skeletons and stuff like that. Like, he's kind of metal. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> also, a little sidetrack. I actually like the music from the fifth boss fight. <laughs> oh, is that the one we just got? Yeah, that's the one we just finished. Yeah, that was good boss music. Oh, yeah, the heavy metal. That was pretty cool. <laughs> okay. But if there's nothing else, that that's all I have for that topic. Yeah, that's all I have. Well, yeah. actually, another, another thing I thought of Centaurs, too, is like, how do they, um, if their arms just like the same length of, or same length, like, how do they, like, are they able to, like, scratch themselves? Or, like, when not, are they able to, like, restress their body? Oh, gosh, dang, that would suck. Having a, like, on your back. How do horses scratch themselves? They usually go against, like, a tree or something, I think. Oh. They, they, like, roll around on the ground, but. How does how does centaurs do that? Would they even like be able to sleep? But yeah, they probably sleep. Oh wait, well horses can sleep standing up or lying on their side, so it might be like that. Yeah, they're probably lay like on their side. Yeah, lay against yeah. a tree, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all I have for that topic. Just yes, I can roast centaurs quite a bit, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all I got for now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll finish with my topic. Then, uh, mine is in the same realm as Mako's, uh, but a little different. Um, it's not really that deep of a topic, but I kind of want to talk to you guys about it because I don't think I have before. But it's about emu emulators or just emulated emulation in, in general. Um, just to clarify, both of you know what emulators are, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, just your general thoughts, opinions. Do you like them? Do you think they should be around? Uh, have you used them? Uh, all that type of good fun stuff. I mean, technically, like they're against the law in some ways, I guess. But to me, though, like there's some cases like where there's some games that are just not available to play. Like you can't. There's some games you just can't find legally. Like um. There's some games that are not being produced anymore, so I don't really see why it would be wrong to like use emulators for those because like it's not like the comp it's not like the company that produces making money off it anymore. So like why not? And plus, a lot of these games are really old and not being sold anymore. So it's like why not there? And you can also tweak it and add mods to old games as well. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like I do think they should be around because. There are just sometimes you can't get a game any other way. Like, I used an emulator to play the old Alien vs. Predator beat em up. So, it's a really fun game, but, you know, it, you can't get it anywhere. Like, knowing Capcom, they'd be up for re releasing it, but I'm guessing 20th Century Fox and, well, maybe Disney would play ball, but 20th Century Fox just wouldn't do it. So. I mean, it's a really fun game, so I'm glad I got to emulate it. My only, my only issue with emulators is that it's hard to find one that I feel comfortable trusting. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I do want to play these older games, like, you know, that I can't get anymore. Like, uh, my sister and I used an emulator to play, what's it called? oh, Gauntlet Dark Legacy. So and my 
thought he was using it to play Wind Waker because he couldn't get a GameCube or that game, <laughs> a physical copy of <laughs> Wind Waker. <laughs> they're, they're tough to find. Yeah. Well, and like, I'd love to play Radiant Dawn, you know, the Fire Emblem game on the Wii, but it was sold for, I think I saw one for like $1,000 at one point. Yeah. And the sad thing is, is like when I was first looking at it, it was like, what, 40 bucks on eBay yeah. or something? I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> Let's see how much is it though. Uh, Two hundred bucks. Two hundred. And then there's a couple that are sealed or and rated, graded. It's nine point eight. They want a thousand two hundred dollars for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly that. Like, it's a great game, and I want to play it, but I'm not paying a thousand dollars for it, and Nintendo won't re-release it. So it's like, yeah, emulator is the only way to go at this point. You can get a Japanese one for thirty. No, uh, if I could change the language, that'd be acceptable. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah, that that brings up the other topic. It's like there's some games that are still, for some reason, only in one language. It still hasn't received international translations. And yeah. I I don't know 15 languages. I only know two. <laughs> and, uh, uh, there there's fan translations and you can actually play them. Uh, talking about some of the Fire Emblem games. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I could play Sacred Stones. Um but another another thing that I I've read people talking about um, is very similar to what you guys are saying. You know, they're just not selling the games anymore. And, and for example, it's like some games that were on the PlayStation three that you're not going to see again, but it's like, I want to play them, but you're not letting me buy it anymore because the store is down on the, you're not on the server because it's an old console, which makes sense. But it's like, yeah, but I want to play it, and there's literally no other way to do it. And hopefully, someone in the nearby 50 mile radius has a copy that I could borrow or I emulate it. Yeah. And this is a lot of time. <laughs> and from a business perspective, I can see why I, I do not like emulators, obviously. But I love you, Nintendo. But your guys are very sticklers when it comes to prices of games, especially of your own IPs. It's like they're only 60 and that's the only price they're going to be for five years <laughs> yeah. or longer. I, I think uh, Breath of the Wild finally went down to $40 on the store because number two is coming out. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's why it's number two in the digital store again. Yeah, uh, that's why. Um, and then Metroid Prime, the remaster is forty bucks. Um, but that's because it's thirteen, going to be thirteen years old this year. Or no, no, it's more than that. It came out two thousand one or two thousand two. Wow. Yeah, it's over two decades old. Um. And so I'm very glad that they came out with that remaster. And so you don't have to emulate anymore. But 
I mean, I know people with hundreds, some, there's actually a patient I worked with. I think he said it was over a thousand games to emulate. But, oh, I believe it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I've always been a stickler about emulators as well for a while. Because I think in a previous episode, I think it was the last one or the one before that, we talked about hard copy versus digital. And I've always been a hard copy type person. And like your buddy there, uh, Mako, that emulated Wind Waker, like I have a hard copy of Wind Waker. And uh, but I can I can see why people would emulate it in the first place. Because um, there's only the GameCube version and the Wii U version, which we know how the Wii U is. And it's still <laughs> not on the Switch. But, yeah, and at this point, it may not ever be. Yeah, we'll see. They they're putting out some of the old Game Boy games of uh, Minish Cap, which any listeners haven't played it, highly recommend. Super fun game. Oh yeah, that was my first one. Love it. Um, they may add GameCube later on, so they may have them on there. But that's true. A, a remake? I don't know. They're they're it's weird because there's so all these like all these remakes are by different studios that put it out sorry um that put it out on those consoles, the Xbox and the Switch and PlayStation, I mean sorry, not the Switch. Uh but Nintendo they do have their own uh studios but i feel like a lot of them just only work for nintendo and so they, like they take turns to do remakes instead of a bunch of them could be doing remakes but yeah sorry i'm going off the topic uh any other thoughts about them uh funnily enough one of the selling points I saw for the Xbox X is that apparently if you can hack it into going into developer mode, you can then use it to play emulators. So there's uh, people playing the original God of War. <laughs> Their Xbox. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Just That's emulating funny. all these old PlayStation games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like our message is hey, if you guys just put the games on sale, we'll buy them. But if not, we're just going to emulate them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear a lot as well. It's like we want to. Maybe not 60 bucks, but we want to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk about the $70 price tag another time. Yeah. I, I kind of want to talk to you guys about that. How games are becoming seventy dollars instead of sixty? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I get it. I remember, crap. I remember buying the original Lego Star Wars for thirty dollars on the PlayStation Two. Yeah. So it's just you know inflation and the cost of all these new bigger games. But sorry, that's like the whole part of our discussion we can have later. Yeah. 
No, but maybe maybe we can talk about that next time. I don't know because I feel like some some of them are. I understand that it's more expensive to make some stuff, but it should also be a lot easier to make some stuff too because they have these things, all these programs. It's like you don't need to buy a new program every time you make a new game. So <laughs> it's like you should be fine, but whatever. <laughs> All right, any final notes before we finish here? No, I think that's it. Yeah, I think I'm all good. All right, cool. All right, thanks for joining everyone. I'm glad we're able to have some actual conversation. And, and again, just like always, if you feel like there's a topic you want us to discuss, feel free to mention it to us if you know us personally or in a comment. Um, and feel free to like and subscribe. We always appreciate it. But I mean, I, I really, I'll, okay, I can't vouch for you too, but I feel like our main priority is just to have some fun because this is yeah. what we do <laughs> and we're we're not in the same apartment anymore, so we mostly do this for fun. But I'm okay with revenue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining and uh, hope to hear from you guys soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>